0: Hi guys, this is your host Ola and welcome to the All Things Money podcast where I'm here to discuss all things money from budgeting, saving, investing and everything else in between. I'm sure many of you currently listening have heard in the news that the cost of living is increasing. From energy bills to the rising cost of food, there is so much that is currently increasing right now that will sadly have an impact on our wallets. Because of this, I'm joined with Charlotte Jessup, founder of Looking After Your Pennies, to discuss why the cost of living is actually increasing and to share some top tips on how you can cope with these rising costs. Hi, Charlotte. Welcome onto the podcast today. How are you? Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm good. I'm
1: good. I am... I'm up, which is probably like <laughs> half term for me. So getting out of bed has been a bit of a challenge because I'm just leaning into the lay So
0: <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm jealous. At the moment, my body doesn't have like a lying clock. So I'm literally up at like 7.30, 7 o'clock. So I'm very jealous. It's a skill. It's a skill I've been practicing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need that. I need that back. Um, but it's obviously been a long time coming. I'm so pleased to finally have you on the podcast today. Please introduce yourself to everyone listening.
1: Uh, yeah so I am I'm I'm Charlotte I run looking after your pennies um I have been doing this for like um four years now Wow. (laughs) okay talking about money um and yeah so it's it's good I um I'm based in uh the east of England in Norwich and I've got two kids and a husband (laughs) (laughs) bless him um uh, so yeah so that's so that's me and I you know I call myself like a financial educator so I try and teach mm-hmm. people all sorts of different things about money and just kind of get people informed um about what they about what's going on with their money where they can put it how they can get the best results so this is probably the perfect
0: topic for mm-hmm. me to talk about <laughs> this is why I'm looking forward to having this chat with you today mm-hmm. but obviously before we delve into obviously the sad rising cost of mm-hmm. living what made you start your platform looking after your pennies
1: Yeah, so I was, um, so yeah, back in 2018, I was on mat leave with my youngest and I... Didn't have a lot of money (laughs) because you know. I can
0: imagine.
1: (laughs) I'm on my leave. I've got two kids, and I was trying to figure out how I was going to like reduce my hours at work. So kind of like between my first kid and my second kid, I went back full time, and I didn't really enjoy that because I wanted to be at home more, and it was Mm -hmm. hard work, you know, parenting and all of this sort of thing. So I was really seriously kind of crunching the numbers and trying to figure out where I could afford to. Um, you know cut back and stuff like that so I kind of thought you know what I will just blog I will blog this whole experience Um, I've always been pretty good at you know like managing my money but I was like any little trick any little thing I find I'm going to stick it on a website and maybe it will help someone out there so it kind of changed it kind of evolved so it started off as a yeah me kind of just going oh you know I've used quicker and I got some cash back to (laughs) to kind of be in this platform so I guess as my as my financial circumstances changed I just wanted people to know more and I've obviously learned more along the way so yeah and then it got radically different um in 2019 because me and my family went traveling we went like around the world with our two kiddos and yeah and kind of after that it's all gone a bit a bit nuts uh I don't have to do this full-time I'm not a teacher anymore like I used to be (laughs) and uh and yeah and I'm just out here just going to preach in the message of good financial literacy I suppose
0: I love that I love that and it's really interesting when I have people on to kind of find out how they've got to where they are especially when they run a platform like ours so yeah that's very exciting that you um are now doing this full-time um inside the information guys because no one else knows this other than my managers but I'm leaving my job (laughs) so um (laughs) so yeah so this is like you know it's crazy like you said it's come out of like nowhere now and now you're literally just doing this full-time which I'll be doing soon as well so it's all very exciting welcome to the club. (laughs) I know, woo! I'm made, I can get a badge now finally. (laughs) So yeah, so let's delve into our chat today then so obviously i'm sure many people know about these rising cost of living um i've now actually recently created a online facebook group all things money community where a lot of us now are sharing you know our kind of worries about living how to survive um and obviously we just know things are getting more expensive bottom line things are more expensive now (laughs) um so i'm sure obviously many people are wondering why has the cost of living actually increased so much recently
1: yeah, well, we seem to have this horrible kind of combination of things going on at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, like we recorded this and there's like a massive storm going on outside. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, <laughs> it's, you know, it feels a bit like, um, I, I don't know, just like everything is sort of going wrong. are like, mm-hmm. oh, what's going on with Russia? Oh, there's a big storm. All of this and and cost of living. um, It's just kind of like, I don't know, it's just impacting that. So we've obviously had the yeah. pandemic and people people's finances changed a lot. Yes. during that time but then we also had issues with things such as the supply chain so we had issues you know we had fuel shortages um because you know we couldn't get enough fuel and uh, we've also had shortages of things like you know drivers to actually deliver product um we've also got rising energy costs so the cost of things like um you know gas and coal and all of this is you know on the up mm-hmm. um so all this does is just pushes prices up and you know the 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 bank of england is then sitting there going you know do we need to increase interest rates because inflation then happens um and you know some of the inflation you know i kind of um, i get a bit political about this so you'll have to tell me to shut up if i take it too far (laughs) but some of some of the inflation has to be you know it's driven by supply so Mm, you've got demand which is how much we spend and then you have supply which is you know, like how much there is of the stuff. And it seems that, you know, a lot of the costs, you know, a lot of what's forcing the costs up is the fact that we've got issues with supply. You know, it's either more expensive, we can't get it, you know, all sorts of stuff going on. And then we also had a bit of a, I think we had a little bit of like a hurrah after some of the like uh, coronavirus, you know, pandemic restrictions were lifted. So we did spend a little bit more, but it is largely because of supply issues, which is then putting pressure on, you know, the, the, prices have to go up because there's less of it and then only the people that can
0: afford
1: it it can have the stuff yeah it is true (laughs) and it's really sad because ultimately this is things that we need like heating (laughs) and food and it's not like these are you know necessarily frivolous purchases the average households are making but yeah it's kind of this horrible you know mixture of different things that's all happened at the same time yeah you know we're the ones sitting here going Oh, good. How are we going to pay for this?
0: <laughs> Literally. And I'm assuming, obviously, Brexit's had a big thing to um, play with as well. That's another combination. Yeah. Like you said, it's just a mixture of everything. But to break it down for some people, but I know a lot of people are just noticing like, oh, this was more expensive than what it was a few months ago or before the pandemic. Mm. What living costs have actually gone up?
1: Yeah, so what we're seeing obviously food is probably a big one Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Um, And like I said, that you know, it's like supply and you know, general costs rising. We're also seeing increases in energy costs. So, this is you know, things to like gas and electricity, the things that heat our home, um, and you know, supplies with hot water. Yeah, we're also anticipating, um, or we know that the government are going to be putting things like national insurance up. Yeah, so actually, we're going to be having less take home you know like less money actually in our pockets before we even get to spend it yeah we've also seen things like interest rates go up so this is a standard tactic from the bank of England to try and get people spending less because yeah. they know that you know a large you know percentage of the population have things like mortgages so when interest rates go up it stops the spending i'm kind of on the fence like is this fair because most of the reasons that things have gone up is because of supply
0: like, and not uh, our demand demand
1: yeah so yeah we're kind of getting it from all directions and obviously this is going to then impact on uh some of the you know the more luxury things we're going to see um you know like because you know the cost of heating things like cinemas is going to go up uh cinema ticket prices are going to go up because the cost of food has gone up we're going to see that like, restaurant prices go up yeah. and takeaways and things like that so all of these the costs that are rising are the costs that just impacts Everything every else. industry yeah and and so it's just gonna just go up and up yeah. for a while, which is this is really doom and gloom. <laughs> but
0: it is, um, it is.
1: yeah, there's there's basically no sector that's gonna escape it, and mm. it, we're just gonna be hit from all angles
0: yeah and it's really really annoying because like you said obviously everything has a knock-on effect like we've also got rising petrol and diesel prices at record high like absolutely I had like a mini heart attack when I saw 150 at the petrol pump the other day so I was like you know what I'm not in any rush to fill up my car and um, that can <laughs> yeah. go on like reserve for a while and then obviously we've got I'll get my bike <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm gonna start getting the bus to work yeah. and then we've also got like train fares increasing by like 3.8% from March again that impacts then people that yeah. commute to work and and also like you said we've got like food and drinks going up as well mm-hmm. which is a lot and I can imagine a lot of you guys now listening are probably thinking oh my gosh like i'm not gonna be able to live i'm not going to be able to survive which is why i've got charlotte here yeah. because later on we'll share some top tips on how you can survive these rising costs yeah. So please don't listen to this and feel really really disheartened i know it's a very stressful time for a lot of people but we are here to help people on this yeah i know you also touched on energy tariffs going up at some um, well they are going up we know it yeah should people be looking to switch over to cheaper energy tariffs at the moment if they can
1: uh, well this is this is a bit of a tough one um I think the temptation can be to look for, you know, a new tariff at this point. But actually, um, a lot of the fixed deals that are available at the moment are probably going to end up being more expensive. Because what's happening in April is the energy tariff cap is rising. Okay, so this means that, you know, energy companies can charge us more for the energy. But actually, what we're seeing is some of these fixed deals are already higher than this cap yeah okay so essentially you know they might feel like they you know locking a price in now is going to be good I can't remember the exact figures but I think some of these like fixed deals are like 68 percent above the oh, kind wow. of like the, the cap and actually mm-hmm. it's only going up by 59 percent so um only only <laughs> oh. um but you know so actually picking a fixed deal now could mean that you are worse off
0: yeah um so
1: I think the, the general rule is to kind of like sit tight as scary as that can feel you know like sit tight Let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, And then maybe we can kind of lock in some better deals, you know, in in a few months time. That said, I don't think there's any reason why you shouldn't be looking at other other bills that you're paying. So, you know, a good one could be things like your broadband. You know, if you're out of contract with that, or, you know, if that's coming up soon, there are some great deals out there. You know, you can use cashback sites and all of this to get, you know, like some cheeky little bonuses. I switched not too long ago, just before Christmas and ended up with, like a £100 Amazon voucher and cheaper broadband and I'm still awaiting some cash back. For that too, okay. so you know like things like that can uh, really help. And when when things like your your insurances come around, mm-hmm. you know, car insurance, all of that sort of thing, be proactive yeah. and start looking to to get those things as as low as possible. So yeah, don't wait until you can't afford it. You know, like if it's due for renewal, start looking at those things now. But energy is a tricky one because um yeah, it's just a bit complicated. So I think the general at the moment is to kind of hold
0: tight on that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And also you made a good point about looking at other bills. That's such a good one because we were looking at the bills here and we have Disney Plus, we have Netflix, and we have Amazon Prime so mum was like okay it's time to get rid of Amazon Prime she's like one because we don't actually use it none of of us watch the films we use Netflix pretty much and my mum was like Disney Plus is probably on the cusp but we keep it for now but it is really important to look at the bills like you know if you're not using something in particular then get rid of it and especially like you know when we sign up to these subscriptions you know we have the free trial and then we forget that maybe actually I forgot to end that free trial and they actually get charged um, monthly and loads of people I know are guilty of not checking how much how much they've signed up to and actually are getting billed recurringly, and also when it comes to like the gym I know so many people that sign up for the gym at the beginning of this year and are no longer going so again don't <laughs> feel guilty but if you're not using it cancel it literally yeah um, hopefully you're not guilty about yeah. Charlotte <laughs> or use it no 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 I am going to the gym good good, good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah just take a look at your outgoings I know sometimes that can be scary because I know some people do have a lot of outgoings but it's really good to cut back and see if you're not using anything, then see if you can kind of strip that back. Absolutely. But did you have any other further tips for those currently struggling with the rising cost of living right now? Yeah, so
1: I, I think that, you know, if you're the sort of person that's maybe, you know, kind of had it a bit easy with your finances, you know, so maybe you're the sort of person that you, know, you had enough, it covered your bills, mm. you could sort of spend fairly freely, and now you're kind of feeling that pinch this is the time to really get to know your finances. You know, like you and I talk about this all the time. You yeah. know, we talk about things <laughs> like keeping it, you know, like literally just, you know, I call it financial intimacy, like really getting to know your finances, you know, know the things that, you know, know what's coming in because like some people just don't check their things like their pay <laughs> And I'm like, yeah. sorry, what? <laughs> um, and, then, and then also know what's going out and where it's going. So, you know, you can look back over the last sort of like, three months of your bank statements and just kind of you know, get some highlighters you know like go through and go you know, old food you know mm. entertainment whatever and really get to know what these figures are so one thing I like to do with my budget is I have kind of like all my fixed costs so, you know this is like my mortgage you know my bills and I'll look at a bill and I'll be like oh you know what I haven't paid any attention to that one in a while you know is there something better I can do with that yeah so I'll just sort of highlight it and make it like my challenge through the month to see if I can reduce that in some way. Now it could work out that I can't, you know, and and it is what it is kind of thing. Yeah. But because I've given it some attention, it's kind of like on my radar. Yeah. You know, I might circle back to it in, you know, a couple of months time and think, you know, oh actually I'm out of a contract now. I can do something about it. But you know, things like food and entertainment, could you be a bit more creative in those areas? You know, could you um like I always overspend on my food bill when <laughs> I just buy what I want. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean like you shouldn't buy what you want. Or when you go shopping hungry as well. Yeah. Or you know, like I'm sitting there like um and I'm I'm like ordering my Tesco order on my phone at like half past eleven at night and I'm like, oh I'm really peckish. And and all of the you know like, if you create a bit of a meal plan have a look at what's already in your cupboards what can you make out of the stuff that's already there and also be creative about entertaining your family so you know obviously I've got kids it's half term I am um, you know I'm feeling a bit sore about the amount of uh you know spending this happened this week but you know I'm looking again you know I've still got three days left to yeah. get through so I'm looking at things like you know my club card points I've actually got loads of those so you know I might take the kids to Pizza Express and it Won't cost me anything. You talked about Disney Plus. That's, you can get that through Club Cup points. So actually, like for me, I'm like, yeah, like that's the way that we can afford those things. So did not know
0: that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, like I'm not sitting there saying that Tesco's the cheapest supermarket. Like I haven't paid that much attention to it. But actually, for me, it, you know, there are some places that I shop at that means that I can afford other things elsewhere. And you know, just look, look, like follow, follow accounts, you know, on Instagram, like you know, you and I. Um, you know, there's a whole load of others out there. But people are sharing things like, you know, like switch your bank account. You know, if yes. that's something that you want to do, you know, there's there's money. You know, you can get money for that. Just be be open to being a bit creative. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just 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 pay a bit. More attention, and I think the, probably the final point to make is that nothing—it's not going to get any cheaper. We're not going; to nothing's going to get noticeably cheaper. The the way inflation works is that things basically just go up. <laughs> you know, like they go up. um You know, it's one my mum's always like, oh, back in the eighties, like, oh, right, <laughs> yeah, brilliant, uh,
0: thanks.
1: <laughs> um, but you know, like ultimately, we need to focus on the money that comes in. You know, we can cut back, we can try and reduce our costs, but if we really want to, you know create the standard of living that we're used to we're going to need to focus on the money that we make definitely so maybe it's time to you know think about approaching your boss and asking for a pay rise um you know i was like if you can join a union you know put pressure on your union to you know do that on your behalf look at promotions and and things like this how can you get more money into your life so you can continue to enjoy the standard of living that you, and it's gonna take a while. It's gonna take a while for uh, you know your income to catch up with the devising rising costs. But if you can you can get a jump start on that, um, you you'll be
0: you'll be ahead in in a lot of ways. Oh, thank you so much for those tips, Charlotte. Honestly, like you said, <laughs> a lot there, which was really really helpful. And like you mm-hmm. said, with when it comes to making money or just thinking about the money that comes in, because respectfully, I know it's so easy for us to to always say, cut back, cut back, Mm -hmm. cut back. And I think we all do it. And you know, I definitely have cut back, but I know there's a lot of people that have cut back as much as they can. So like you said, it is really important to then look at, you know, how much money is coming in. So like you said, if you've got the balls to negotiate your salary, please do that. I know there's so many people at the moment that are so underpaid and do so much more work than what they're actually being paid for. So if you can look at how much money, you, if you can speak to a manager, have that talk. I've actually got a podcast episode about negotiating your salary. So make sure you check that out. And then also seeing if there's any way you can make money elsewhere. So like me and Charlotte, we're very fortunate that our platforms generate money. We generate income now. But also, you know, there's online surveys, there's cashback, um, help me Charlotte, how many other ways can we make money there's loads isn't there (laughs) yeah oh literally like I think you just have to
1: look at your like what you what your skills are like what you're prepared to do I Mm. mean like um I mean we only have to look at some of these platforms that came up during uh you know like 2020 and I mean, like I did, I did um, a thing about the you know the women with the jars and her uh, flatulence. Yes. <laughs> like if you can be, if you can be creative, there's a way to make money. And I'm not saying you have to do that, but you know, like, um, you know, get creative. Yeah. You don't be You don't have to do that, but you, um, you know, there might be a way that you can use your skills and talents to generate an income. But I also think you know, if you're the sort of person that's on, you know, maybe on benefits, or you know, like your family is in, in a tough situation there may be help out there for you too. Um, You know, like, you know, I've had an amazing friend and she helps people apply for like personal grants. So okay. people who are, you know, benefit. There's, there's likely to be money in your local area that could just help you, you know, like help you with some... I don't know, like get some new bedding or, you Mm -hmm. know, replace, you know, something in your house that's broken or these, these things do exist. So, you know, do a search for them, look for these things that are available, speak to, you know, your, your housing association, speak to your local council, you know, you, it's about finding these things, you know, they're not always as obvious, um, but, you know like we talk about making more money but it doesn't have to be you don't have to, you don't have to start a small business like yeah. you know we have um you can you can do like you say do a few surveys you know you could I love things like user testing you know that's like my go-to like mm-hmm. fave thing whenever I want a little bit more you know, they can just be casual things that you're that you're doing um and you know I, I'm a big believer that there's always more money yeah out there
0: yeah um You know, we just have to be prepared to look for it. Yeah, 100%. And thank you so much for touching on about the help being readily available out there. I think there's so many councils that do actually have money obviously in the like you know people that are really really struggling so if that is someone like you then please reach out to your local councils i also know with energy bills and energy providers they also have the legal obligation to help you if you're struggling with your bills so if you're someone that's struggling to pay with water electricity oil gas then you can also reach out to your providers see if there's anything they can do to help you in that situation as well so please reach out to them as well and also don't suffer in silence charlotte and i are very open in um on our platforms like if you ever have a question or you need someone to talk to then we're here it's also so many helplines there's like mind charity there's step change there's all these different charities and um, mm-hmm. christians against poverty so reach out to someone or an organization if you are struggling as well i think that's also really important it's something i've really learned my lesson on when it comes to um, money worries as well
1: yeah yeah I think um you're absolutely right there are lots of things that are out there to help people that you know if you're finding this time particularly challenging um so let's let's not you know let our pride get in the way Mm -hmm. you know I think a lot of people are like oh I don't want to claim this or I don't want to ask for that and it's just like it's there. Like it's mm-hmm, literally mm-hmm. like if you don't think you're the right person for it, but you meet the eligibility criteria, then you are wrong. <laughs> you are like literally the person that's meant to be receiving that. So just, you know, swallow that, take it and and use it as a way to, um,
0: you know, build your like future success. Like take it. Yes. That was a good tip as well, because mm. yeah, there's no shame in seeking additional help. No shame in claiming benefits. No shame in claiming universal credit post uni between i think july to september i was on universal credit and at the time i was like oh god like I'm like 21 22 should i be taking universal credit but i m- met the eligibility criteria i didn't have a job didn't have any income yeah and it helped me out so again guys if you're post uni and you need extra income then and you don't have a job universal credit is out there to help you and there's also loads yeah. of other benefits that you can take advantage of too absolutely absolutely amazing well thank you so much Charlotte for joining me on the podcast today it has been great having you on to cover such a topical issue which is obviously affecting every single one of us whether you're rich or you're poor we're all in the same boat (laughs) and obviously I know that you share some great personal finance content with um, online which I highly recommend you guys checking out but Charlotte if people would like to check your personal finance content online on social media or sign up to your money nook where can they go to do so
1: uh, yeah, so I am looking after your pennies on Instagram, uh, TikTok. Uh, my website is lookingafteryourpennies.com. If you head to any of those places, you will see this face <laughs> chatting about money. Um, and and yeah, and if you, it, yeah, I have a financial education platform um, as well. If you want to be part of a, a community that is yeah, building, you know, financial well being um, and getting financially educated, that's the money nook. So yeah. Looking after your pennies, search for that, you'll find me.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Charlotte. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the All Things Money podcast. For more All Things Money, make sure you follow us on social media, subscribe to the podcast, and make sure you tune back in next week.